Hi, this is Gregor Petri, and you're listening to Tune Into The Cloud, the blogcast. Today's episode, The Business, about cloud distribution. 2021 is just underway, and Tiesto is once again topping the charts here. This time with a track called The Business. So a good time to look at what the business in cloud in 2021 will be about. For example, how will leading cloud providers be able to maintain their unprecedented growth rates during 2021? And as always, we start with a disclaimer. These thoughts and views are my own and do not represent those of my employer. When looking at this year's product and technology announcements at the annual customer events of the leading cloud providers, it's a bit of a deja vu. It feels like more of the same. More and faster instance types, more deployment locations, be it new regions or new local or global zones, more refinement of existing products in areas like serverless, AI and machine learning, and of course another bunch of Kubernetes distros. But technical refinement typically does not lead to exponential growth. My feeling is that the most disruptive cloud news this year could be found in the partner track of one of the cloud leaders. Although that news was presented as a list of new features and refinements to that provider's cloud marketplace offering, the underlying story seemed to be much more about the cloud provider taking a page from the playbook of its parent retail company. Namely, that exponential growth can be more easily achieved by accommodating third-party sellers a principle that was also, be it briefly, mentioned in the close to three-hour CEO keynote of that provider under the heading Acknowledge that you can't fight gravity. Extrapolating the above approach indicates that the growth strategy of this provider won't be simply working itself further up the cloud stack from EAS via PaaS to SaaS. This provider's journey started with first creating and largely capturing the EAS infrastructure as a service market. To then, in step 2, add an increasing number of PaaS capabilities, thus annexing and consolidating a smaller but already existing PaaS market into a market now referred to as SIPs, Cloud Infrastructure and Platform Services. If simply moving up the cloud stack, the third expected logical step would be then to proceed towards adding self-built or acquired SaaS solutions. After all, SaaS still is and always has been the largest segment of the cloud market from a revenue perspective, which makes it a hard to resist and tempting opportunity. But it's also an extremely fragmented opportunity with many thousands of niche and vertical solutions and only a few tasty chunks in the form of HR, CRM, ERP and collaboration offerings. When instead of simply moving up the stack, the provider embraces the platform model popularized by its parent, there is no need to outright own these SaaS solutions. Getting a share of the sales, the distribution, the production, in the form of infrastructure hosting and application development, and the implementation, by making it possible to also offer and resell and negotiate professional services through that same marketplace, the provider's role in the SaaS economy can become a lot bigger than when trying to do and own it all alone. For many of today's SaaS vendors, it may feel a bit uncomfortable to have one or more of the current hyperscale EAS PaaS gorillas take such a central and essential role in their business and distribution model. Even more uncomfortable than their traditional worries about a hyperscaler launching a competing SaaS offering into their niche. The larger SaaS providers may decide, or in one case may have just decided and announced, to pursue a multi-cloud SaaS strategy, making their offering eventually available on multiple hyperscale clouds. 
but for the smaller SaaS vendors, this likely will be too costly to consider. In a later cast, I will have a look at how such a SaaS platform play also comes in extremely handy, or may be even required, once the market moves towards a composable future, where customers will expect to mix and match functional components from a multitude of what we now still consider independent software and SaaS vendors. In short, enough exciting twists and turns to contemplate and research during 2021, even if the underlying technology developments may seem to become more and more of the same. The Business is a 2020 song by the well-known Dutch DJ Chesto. DJs, unlike cloud providers, started their industry by distributing other people's product, simply by playing records from third-party artists. But the professional DJ scene quickly pivoted towards becoming full-fledged music producers that create and control most of their content themselves. With one notable exception, namely the vocals. Singing voices are still largely sourced from third parties such as in this case, for the business, from James Bell, an artist better known as Yami. But the brand, the recognition and the revenue has shifted away from the individual performing vocalist towards the DJ or orchestrator. Enough said, here it is, The Business by Chesto. <laughs>